long gone. Them jeans. Chris Breezy. What is going on? Thursday morning. You're listening to this Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm turned up. I'm turned up. Chris, what's up? I wish I was turned up, but I kind of had a, a rough night last night. Okay. Uh, this is, you know, you've been learning the gift of misdirection from me over the over the years. And I think I can't tell if you're being serious or if this is a setup to another great <laughs> CB joke. What's going on? Did did a family member perish in a fire? No, 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 no. I was I was downtown kind of on my late night. Already, I'm sorry. Cause that I just, sucks. I had to well, it was I was in the studio kind of late and I was leaving, you know, and I, I saw Mm-hmm. I saw a, a group of SUVs idling outside of the the Soho warehouse. So you you were across the street trying to get something at Maru, and they're by, <laughs> they're they're not open at three a.m. No, no, they weren't open. And I I kind of I was done at the studio for the night. You know, I me, mean? I was trying to leave, but then I saw this this gang of SUVs outside. Okay, and I realized that rapper Kanye West was hanging out downtown LA, just on the street in front of the Soho warehouse. His name is Ye, but I'm continue. Sorry. That's like a crazy celeb. It's crazy thing to it's see. Crazy. So it's like 3 a.m. Yeah, you just. I mean, who are you in the studio with? Uh, don't worry about that. But I just, I just, okay. you know, pop. So you out. probably lay some. You're running. You're you're feeling high, and you're like, this is this is the sound of you rubbing your eyes together. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have my glasses on. Is that is that Ye? I mean, that's Ye, right? So I see Ye. I see. You know, I know it's him because he's wearing those red wing boots, the real ugly ones. And um, yeah. Yeah. So I approach him and I'm, you know, I want him to sign my iPhone because I kind of keep a, you know, I keep a silver Sharpie on the tuck yeah. just in case things like this happen. And he fucking, pu- he punched me, bro. And I, fe- I, like, <laughs> I fell, I like fell down. Like he punched me hard enough for me to fall down. And you know, I've been, you know, Hunter's been, ha- I've been pushing two plates. So I'm ready to go. You know, I'm ready to go. Right, right. Like I'll bust your ass, bro. Like I'm, I'm not afraid to bust your ass. Chris is ready to scrap. But then Jason, I thought about, something more important and that's money i was just gonna say this I, I think kanye's got a lot of cash you could settle out of court he has a lot of cash so i i called mike mccoy uh my attorney at law mm-hmm. and he's like no problem we can run this up so now the police is investigating i didn't want to get 12 involved obviously <laughs> but when it when it's something this high profile it, it's t- you know you don't really have much of a choice um mm-hmm. i think so house called them to be honest and that's why i'm not a member there you hate to be the one to call but sometimes i know. hate to be the one so so it's kind of my chest is like a little bit sore because he didn't punch me in the face because he's a pussy so he punched he did a chest punch he did a chest punch i think he was just trying to knock me to the ground i don't think he's really a scrapper you know what i mean i, I don't i don't are think- you sure it wasn't like a like a like a endearing bro chest punch like no damn there there go chris no. chris black there's a lot of there's what a the, well, what we the do hell is it's, up, it's weird because we have a lot of friends in common and you know he knows he knows that i obviously you know um i'm not rocking yeezys but i respect the hustle you know and, and so this well, because of that this must have rattled you it rattled me exactly i don't have any history with julia fox never met her you know what i mean i don't know what the <laughs> i don't i don't i don't i'm not even wearing any balenci like we're not in the same outfit you know i i, I don't think that you're telling me the whole story <laughs> because sure kanye you know he's going through a breakup he's going through a divorce he's out here tricking off but you know, this seems like behavior that wouldn't just happen out of the blue, you know, un- Jason, unprompted. You know, What's the word for it? Uh, premeditated. Premeditated is the is the 
So I'm, I'm, I, I just, I mean, I don't want to, I know that you have what, five years of sobriety under the belt, right? Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I was under the influence of nothing but water in a glass bottle. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> okay. But is it, is it a, is it a violation of, uh, of your sobriety to sell drugs? No, I was not. No, no, no. Because no, no, I, no. you know, I've heard rumors no. that Kanye West is doing, "Quote unquote dog food." I didn't. I didn't bring any kibbles and bits to Soho Warehouse. Okay, <laughs> okay, because this feels like I mean, three a.m. SUV on the street. No, bro, it, it, no, it's got no. all the makings of a drug deal gone bad. No, I would never. I would never sell H to a celebrity that's asking for problems. Okay, I'm sure he has his own plug. I'm merely a fan looking for an autograph. You know, I just i I didn't have my autograph book on me because i i my I left it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like I said, I had the silver sharp is ready for the iPhone and he just wasn't having it. But Jason, let me tell you something. I know this facts only, you know, for, for better or worse, heroin, as good as it makes you feel, it also makes you a little irritable. You get a little quanky. You get a little quanky. And I think, I think, yay, <laughs> I think yay was a little cranky. He'd been mobbing with Madonna. He'd had to, he'd had to read the menu to Floyd Mayweather. Cause he's, obvi- <laughs> he's, he obviously can't read. You imagine having to hang out with Madonna and Floyd Mayweather, not on heroin. He's over here. He's looking at his phone or one of his phones. He's got a phone that's not out yet that Elon <laughs> lets him hold. And he is like, my fucking dog food distribution center is not texting me back. I don't care if it's middle of 3 a.m. on a Wednesday. Baby need his bottle or else something's going to happen. And then it was a classic wrong place, wrong time for you, Chris. Exactly. So not only did it I, could have been anyone. I didn't get the autograph. I have chest pains. And, you know, obviously, obviously Mike feels like we have a good case, but it, you know, it's to be determined. I've never tried, I've never, I've never sued anyone in the state of California. So it's going to be, <laughs> hopefully he can just settle out of court. Yeah. I, I, w- I would file in Montana, catch him off guard. I'm going to get, I'm going to c- try to go for cash, obviously, but, but since you're kind of my business partner and I want you to benefit from this as well, I'm looking into the, 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 you know, third off the line cyber truck. Uh, that he does have in Calabasas, and that would be like a little, oh. a little gift for you. And I'd prefer if you didn't sell it. You know, what I mean, don't you know? No, it, no, I'll I'll wait the sixteen months before I sell it. I, well, I mean, look, I understand that some of those Armenian guys are going to offer you a lot of money when you're at the coffee shop in Glendale for that car. Yeah, but the problem, I can't even drive it around because they don't really. You know, when you say offer you money, it's uh that's that's kind of an air quote. Oh, sure, sure. so we're gonna take it's this. more of a yeah yeah. It's a little bit more of just a kind of a straightaway uh, stealing, but <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know because of that, you know, and you know because I am your, your business partner, and you know you go to court against Kanye West, I go to court with you, and that mm. explains why. I mean, you're probably wondering why I kind of had that white foam rubber neck brace on the zoom call right now <laughs> yes okay i have experienced some injuries because of this you know physical and emotional trauma oh the the whiplash i'm experiencing right now it, it was affecting my bench press and that's kind of something i don't i don't really mess around <laughs> with that stuff jason you know that i don't really mess around uh-uh. with that. put a price on that yeah i'm feeling a little weird but i'm happy to be podcasting and kind of having this outlet to discuss this with you and i i know my lawyer my lawyer said don't don't do this don't talk about it but I think we need to have representation for for males that have been attacked. Kanye West squaring up with Chris Black at three in the morning was not on my 2020 bingo card. I will. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy, but I'm glad I could. You're you're kind of the first person I've told. 
By the time this episode comes out, it'll be all over the Daily Mail and shit. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, they're keeping my name out of it for now, um, but, you know, I, I think we can only do that for it's so, a matter of time, so, yeah. So long, exactly. There's a lot of exactly. snakes in the grass. I feel like everything I've said about this could be in the name of a Kanye West song on Donda 2. Yeah. <laughs> Snakes, snakes in the, the Grass featuring J. Cole. Snakes in the Grass on Donda 2, Moneybag Yo versus goes crazy. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> wait on that. You gotta wait on that. But yeah, I'm, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little weird. It's also a little overcast today, but the, but the temps are warm. So I'm, I'm bouncing back. I've, I've got my, I've got my good patch B12 on. I'm ready to fucking podcast. Yeah. I just, I just hit the gym, but I'm also turned up, uh, and ex- excited for you because Harry Styles is headlining Coachella. How do you, this could be the first time. Look. We get we get a black cella. I'm not happy about this. Chris touching down in India. I'm not happy about this, but I feel like the content opportunity is too great to turn down. And I also think that I'm going to text Harry and see what the artist pass situation is. Harry who? Uh, Styles. Her- Harold Harold Stylish is his full name. Um, <laughs> I, I want to. Oh, that's like a Pete Holmes joke. Interesting. I, I want to. I'm not Christian. I want to. Um, <laughs> I would hope that we could maybe get you know a sponsor for the chopper down to down to indio uh, i don't know if that's something that you could maybe ask AOP oh easy or, or diplo easy. about but or or maybe we have new connections i don't know you know i've never really done this i mean right now my best plug for that is kind of like amtrak vibes more so <laughs> you know a lot of people sleep a lot of people take the car over to palm springs the, the car the car meaning the train car or do you mean <laughs> no 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 just car just oh, okay. uh, just your just... 2017 prius a lot okay. of people just take car there they don't know that you can you can go on amtrak business class don't sleep on business so you class. and i like we're going to boston for a meeting with converse we're taking the the <laughs> amtrak train from los angeles to palm springs to see harry styles at at coachella and i want to make sure though i mean because I, like i said i've never been and I, I feel like you've been a lot obviously as a as a musician and, and popular edm artist yeah what's the like you if, if i were to be seen at coachella without an artist pass that would be considered career and social suicide correct i mean obviously like the people who you know the celebs whatever the kylie's the kendall's the whatever you call it, they'll go out into general population mm-hmm. you know to make the rounds and to have people take pictures of them and have everyone freak out you know there's security there or whatever but you know, that's you got five minutes of that for. Yeah, I like to I like weekend. to see, you know, I like for people to freak out and like realize that I'm a human being and that I actually exist and I'm not just like a beautiful figment from social Get media. Get close enough to smell. Exactly. You, exactly. You know, stuff like exactly. that. But you're saying so you go out for but that's just for fun. You're really backstage on the golf carts drinking the 818 rubbing elbows with your uh, fellow artists and, and celebrities. Yeah. And then, okay. you know, with the, the Coachella, they sort of, you know, the they don't have the little sticker or the or the laminate. Like, I feel like they really kind of perfected the wristband with like the chip higher like, the like, hierarchy system but i thought I, I thought i already had a chip from the vaccine is this a different chip <laughs> well did you get pfizer or golden voice i god damn it i got the golden voice <laughs> vaccine so i can go to coachella 
What's <laughs> what's I found out Harry Styles was headlining. I drove down to CVS and I'm like, yeah, I know, I've got it, but give me the Golden Voice. I need a double shot right now. I'm not missing. Everyone, Harry. all the Nike employees listening right now are like, damn, bro, this sucks. I got the fucking Golden Voice vaccine. I've got I've got twelve pairs of Air Force Ones, crispy, but I don't even man, I don't even have the Golden Voice vaccine. Damn, that's re- that's really funny. You know, th- 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 this is a fun little satirical jokey bit, but. You know, I could see that happening. I could see Golden Voice one day in the not-so-distant dystopian future mm-hmm. creating its own branded vaccination that you have to take mm-hmm. in order to you know gain access into these worlds of art and culture. I love art, culture, but more importantly, commerce. Um, and that is what mm-hmm. these crooked <laughs> drug companies are in the business of, much like Golden Voice. Um, we do have a guest today, Jason, um, a... a a musician Casey Hill, who actually lives in L.A. Yeah, fellow uh, fellow gym bro. I don't. Yeah, she really you know, gets it. Her in. Her and I go to the. We go to the same gym, and I I see her there every once in a while. She's obviously you know doing some like very impressive weightlifting, mm-hmm. and I'm like playing around with my little rubber bands and mm-hmm. you know fixing my headphones. No, she's an incredible lifter. She's got a beautiful voice. Uh, she has a new record coming out soon, "Simple Sweet and Smiling." Uh, but she's been featured. On everyone from Travis Scott and Cashmere Cat to, you know, Bonnie Vare and friend of the show, Jimmy Stack. Yeah, the great Jimmy Stack was on our episode or our, our podcast, maybe it was probably like a year ago. And I remember he talked about like the Dust Bowl for a long time. Yes, he did. And that was cool. And and hopefully they are still a partner and still together. Otherwise, this this introduction might be a little uncomfortable. But, you know, we're all adults here, <laughs> yeah, right? But she's from Phoenix, which, you know, there's a lot to unpack there. You know, that's a, that's a weird place to be from. I'm glad she got out. I'm glad she got well, out. Well, let's too. give Casey Hill a, a zoomie and we'll we'll get to the bottom of all of this. We'll get to the bottom of it. What up? <laughs> we're, we're recording now. Casey Hill, thank you for joining us on How Long Gone. What the hell is going on? I mean, not much is going on. I'm sitting in bed with a heating pad on my legs. Oh, no. Is that because you're cold or is this a medical issue? It's not medical. I just like, I love, if I'm at home, like I need to have a heating pad on me till my skin is like kind of singed. Yeah, this is a common this Damn. is a common trend among women, Jason. I, this isn't the first time I've heard about this kind of behavior. Uh, not all women. <laughs> <laughs> My chick do it too. But like when you when you take the shower, is the shower water temperature like fucked up level hot? No, I'm not a psycho. That'll give you dry skin. Oh, I'm not a psycho. I just. I, I can't stay in my house unless I have a heating pad burning my skin at all moments. I'm not a fucking I'm not psycho. Crazy. I don't take a hot shower. But but the thing is, my heating pad I don't think has any like side effects. Whereas if I were to take a hot shower, my skin would be so dry. You know, you get out of the shower and it feels like your skin's gonna crack off. Uh, I'm a cold shower mafia, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is freak stuff, but. I want my skin to be as dry as possible. Ew! I love the way it feels. I love the way it feels. I have, I mean, and we'll get into this, but I have great calluses from all my heavy lifting. And it's just, I, I, you know, I dabble in the drums. I'm not great, but, you know, obviously that leaves a, that leaves an unfortunate (laughs) callus as well. Um, so. Well, I, I think there's a big, sorry to interrupt. I think there's a big difference between dry skin and like squeaky clean, astringently oil free skin you know what i mean no i just want i just want i mean obviously my my under eyes are moisturized of course 
Uh, we can't get those. We can't get those lines. Casey knows that number eleven, that twelve. The hands in particular. I want them to be rough, like a man. I don't want to feel. I'm not a pussy. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I just got. So if you were to right now, <laughs> just wherever you are, look at your calf. If you do like a little brush up against it, does like skin flake off? My cat. My calf. My my calf. Casey, is that what you're talking about? She's not debating the muscularity of your little calves. She's asking <laughs> how ashy is your fucking leg, bro. You got an ashy ass leg, boy. My, my my calves are one of my best features, and my my legs are not ashy. I wash them every day, and no, there's no 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 nothing's coming off of them. No, no, no. there's no, right you now. don't moisturize, and they're still like, are you naturally? You're telling you're telling me you want you want a man to get out of the shower and put on body oil. That's wild. Yeah, I shit. do. No I, hell, I, no. I do. Nah, that's some soft. That's some soft fella shit. I'm enough of a honest man to admit that sometimes in the drier times of the year, right now being one of them. Sometimes the calf area can get a little little ashy and it's no it's no thing to put on a nice little uh, little leg lotion, lather up. Mm-mm. You know, it's, it's all good. I do that just for me. It's, yeah, it's just for you. It's just a treat. A little calf lotion just as a treat. No, I'm a re- I'm I'm a real man. I don't put lotion on my legs. No way. Oh, come and on. I you know, the house of course, Casey, I mean the house is stocked with high-end lotions. There's no question. There's no lack of high-end lotion in the home. I I just think that that's a female trait. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't. Interesting. I know. I know. And maybe maybe that's problematic and maybe that's going to cause me problems. I was going to say you might want to bring this to therapy <laughs> this week or something. So I was talking on the podcast. Yeah. And I guess not moisturizing is weird. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't I don't know if there's a lot to unpack there, but glad to know that you're staying moisturized over there because the L.A. does get dry. Absolutely. Dry as a desert over here. Do you have any brands that you would recommend for me? Is there anything I should be looking at? God, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, I just like to be moist all the time to be <laughs> moisturized. I'll I'll go with anything. Like whatever's in the house, I, I run through it. If it's moist, I'll take it. Absolutely. So you'll hit the Aveeno at, at Costco. You don't care. You don't need the Hermes hand cream. You don't need the Byredo. You don't need the Necessaire. You're good. No. No, like for a while I was doing the diptyque and not for a while. I mean, I bought like three things of it in my life and I was like, this is going to leave me like it's going to run me into the ground trying to do this. So now it's just a special treat. Like when the knuckles get a little extra dry or I'm going out, I'm like, ooh, maybe tonight we're going to, you know, take a dip into it. (laughs) Tonight's the night I I, because I would expect. Because of your because of your stature as a as a singer and songwriter, I thought maybe you know you would be getting moisturizer sent to the house by a handful of influential brands in hopes that you would use. I it. think you you may be interviewing the wrong person. No, um, come on, you get you get some no, you get some free. It, it, you know what? Sometimes. I gotta tell you, in my younger days, I do get sent like a lot of skincare products for the face. Yeah, mm. yeah, but yeah, but you're good yeah, I feel like there's not as much like body stuff but yeah for the face i'm i'm like good on that for forever which is good because i mean i like it but um mm-hmm. i don't know like who makes <laughs> you know, I, I, I like, like it. it i'm like i'm like i'm not bananas. gonna go on the record and say stop sending me the stuff you <laughs> all know? right so lu- 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 lubriderm we need the pack over to casey's house asap um if you guys could get that together i know i know lubriderm corporate listens to this podcast so okay. i'm just putting the word out thank for you. you honestly you know what would be incredible like, you know, when you get into music, whatever, and you have like some kind of falling, people send you so much shit. What I want is just 
the most practical sponsors like Luberderm, mm-hmm. like Khalifa <laughs> almond milk. I will absolutely <laughs> take that or like Oatly. Not not Wiz not Wiz not Wiz Khalifa almond milk. You got it. Nah, come Khalifia. on. Sorry, Khalifia. Sorry, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No one's ever said that word out loud. I don't. So I know. I was like, wait. I, I I whatever it is. Like would love that. You know, or like Tillamook. I'm on. I've I've been sponsored by Tillamook as well as a <laughs> cottage cheese company. <laughs> Have you ever tried DJing? You should you should get into it, Casey. Jason Jason stopped doing it five years ago, but he still gets free milk. It's pretty cool. One time, literally one time, I DJed a Tillamook party. Wait, you're serious? You DJed a Tillamook party? I DJed a Tillamook party. The DJ booth was inside of a Tillamook <laughs> Volkswagen bus that they transferred into a mobile DJ rig. Are you, wait, you're actually serious? This, this is real life? This is all dead ass. This is not, it had nothing, unfortunately, to do with their cheese. This was for their ice cream launch, <laughs> and boy, was it! A, it was. A, but don't worry, there was still some cheese-related hors d'oeuvres around. Wow, I'm also gonna go on the record and say, Tillamook produces the best extra sharp cheddar cheese. I'm a Tillamook girl for life. Mm-hmm. You're a Tillhead. I, th- I think for you know, Tillhead. for like <laughs> consumer level sharp cheddar 100 yeah. percent tillamook is my that's my daily driver same are you importing jason or is is there where do you go to get your special cheese well there, there's some like there's some like very exotic and ridiculously expensive aged cheddars that are like a little block of it is like a hundred dollars like a, t- a normal like four dollar tillamook brick mm-hmm. would be like over a hundred dollars so you need to get your money up or you're saying this is for special occasions no, but the problem is it's like it's almost too volatile and sharp like it's so <laughs> yeah. it's like too loud if that makes sense it's a whole other category like tillamook mm-hmm. yeah a daily driver also i feel like one of my staple foods one of the things i always go to is like bean and cheese burritos and for me i definitely grew up eating like a bean and cheese burrito with tillamook extra sharp cheddar cheese and pinto beans oh oh no That's we've hit right jason sweet right we've there. hit jason's sweet spot now this is the podcast is over i got i got the bean and cheese i make my own tortillas it's not a big deal but what <laughs> the, the problem because i'm an extra sharp girl as well mm. can't can't beat the flavor but the problem is the meltability of a medium cheddar is better than a sharp try to mix up a a, a blend of both is what i'm saying i almost and i know this is controversial i almost don't like it too melty Mm. i know that's like kind of weird but for me there's something about like you're a fucking pervert you know that i know i know it's (laughs) disgusting but like i'm with it all the way i'm with you all the way i know i've never said it out loud but like (laughs) i i don't know I, I kind of like that it stays there. When you pull up to like Del Taco, you get the bean and cheese in the drive through and like, you know, they ain't melting that shit and it's just some like hard ass cheddar out of a bag. That's different. And there's something, na- there's something good and nasty about that. I like it. Yeah, that's different. Like, I feel like homemade. I like the cheese to be still kind of cold, which is weird. But like at Taco Bell, I will say I'm a Taco Bell over Del Taco. I haven't oh. done Del Taco much, but like <laughs> when I hit the, oh no, are you not a bell head? No, Jason's oh not Bell. Jason's a, Jason's deeply Taco Bell's for Taco Bell's for simpletons. <laughs> not no offense. Neither. What? Oh my god! Wow. It's subhuman food. Wow. Okay. wow. It's fit for animal consumption at most. Okay. I don't even need to get into the wing discourse. I don't know. Let's not derail this though. <laughs> okay, that's that's something else entirely. That's not the kind of bell that I so, know. I don't know. Somebody said that that's coyote meat in there. Do you agree or disagree? <laughs> 
Well, I haven't tried it, but yeah, I would probably guess. Yeah. First of all, who makes burritos at home? That's crazy. Me. Me. Fuck no. All the time. I just saw so I just saw this thing on the Financial Times this morning about different people's refrigerators and what they keep. What a great pivot from burritos to financial what they keep times. In, let me sorry, I need to bring this podcast back up to speed. You guys were going a little too down market okay. for me. Um okay. okay, please, yeah. And I was thinking about the perfect fridge and what it contains and for me the, the Sub-Zero should have only varietals of water. And then uh, possibly a couple of bottles of Dom P for the guests. Okay. <laughs> um, and and food should be only prepared in a restaurant where that that and that way the fridge is always so clean and it looks so nice. And not that the MTV cameras are coming over to shoot cribs or anything, but it's just. If you open the fridge and you see 24 bottles of, of Avion in glass mm-hmm. and then 24 bottles of San Pellegrino in glass, a few harmless harvests in the mix, and then just some Dom P, I don't know, two, 2001, 2002, mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't that feel clean? Doesn't that make you feel good, Casey? It makes me feel hungry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> it just, I, that, I just can't live that life. That's maybe like if I have another fridge somewhere else if i live in a bigger place and there's like multiple fridges you know but no that's not the life i live did you grow up with it in a two fridge household hell no no <laughs> that's like for the the rich kids no i didn't grow up with such wealth <laughs> i unfortunately am not rich um but uh the it's a southern thing i'm from atlanta it's a southern thing okay, it's a okay. little bit of a southern thing as well like you keep the deer meat yes you know <laughs> in the garage fridge not in arizona you guys don't hunt deer there because it's it, the temperatures don't work well in phoenix it's like a it's like a proper city but i feel like also <laughs> if you have the space for another fridge it's like what are you doing with it? I think I, th- I think calling Phoenix a proper city is debatable, but sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, what would you call it then? A township? <laughs> yeah, I, it would, is. I would call it an unfortunate collection of homes. Okay, it's a place. It's a place. But do you have? A- it's a place. <laughs> it's a place. Do you have a lot of hometown pride? Honestly, I kind of do. But you know what it is? It's because in the last like three years everyone in LA is like oh my god Arizona is beautiful like everyone goes to Sedona now and is mm. like oh my god my life was changed in Sedona and I'm like <laughs> yeah I've been going there since I was like a child like have you ever almost drowned at Slide Rock there's this like park there you know about Slide Rock no I mean <laughs> I've, I've almost drowned in Sedona I don't know if it was uh, Slide Rock Jason Jason drowned because he was drinking too much tequila after okay. taking mushrooms though, okay. so it's a little bit more of a suicide attempt I yeah think. So yeah you gotta watch him so so you're so you're a little like yeah being had arizona exactly yeah. so it's like i feel this like weird ownership over it now that people have discovered that arizona is a place to go you know <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sedona, yes, less less Phoenix totally. though, to be I'm, fair. Yeah, but I, I think it's just like, you know, I don't know. I hold it dear to my heart. Nothing wrong with that. What's the what's the what's the drive time from Phoenix to, to Sedona? It's like an hour and a half, hour and forty minutes. Oh, so it's very close. Okay. Yeah. It's light work, bro. I didn't know if it was okay. So but Phoenix is kinda I mean, it's it's a place I only know about from watching cops as a kid. Mm. Is there <laughs> Is there if there's more to it, I'm open to hear about it. I I've just never I've never personally been there. I wouldn't recommend it necessarily. <laughs> okay, so you're saying I love it, 
but you don't need to go there. It's kind of like, because the thing I get is, that. you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't know what to do. You're saying I couldn't, t- I, so I could like, I couldn't tap in with your mom and get the local spots. It's kind of like, is there a nice hotel there? Is it kind of like, am I going to have to be, am I going to be at the yeah, Marriott? Yeah. Or is, there's a Four Seasons Phoenix. There's a, yeah, there's like big, yeah, there's like big, like super nice resorts and golfing and like Scottsdale and stuff. That's not exactly where I grew up. I've but heard it's, about it's, Scottsdale. You know, in the same situation. Scottsdale's where basketball players go to play golf and have sex with white women. Exactly. It's, a, it's also a bit of a Republican stronghold. Oh, yeah. Whereas Phoenix is a little more liberal minded, perhaps. Still, still pretty Republican, <laughs> but like a little. Yeah, yeah still pretty yeah. Republican. I mean, it's Arizona. Yeah, I've been to I've been to Phoenix before. I remember I, I took one of those pedicabs and it was like 120 degrees. Oh. And uh, I was like, man, not much for me here. DJing in Phoenix, the the crowd that comes out to a DJ club in Phoenix. Weird. It's weird. I mean, I guess you've you've probably seen it firsthand, haven't you? Well, I mean, it, I wouldn't step foot in like a club in Phoenix. Oh my god. <laughs> you're telling me, you're telling me in your early days you weren't doing a little day partying in Phoenix at a Yeah, I mean, they have they have a little pool party. There's some, yeah. you know, uh, there's some little fucking MGMT remix looking motherfucker playing some shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, you pull up, right? <laughs> Me, I mean, I, I I moved out of Phoenix when I was eighteen, and I was like, it's hard to tell you, like, to the extent I was a really weird kid, you know, like I played the oboe and the saxophone and was like really into that. <laughs> That doesn't give me day party energy. I no, agree. <laughs> no. Also had like agoraphobia, like horrible panic disorder from like fourteen to sixteen. Like, just wasn't the coolest. But I would go to a lot of like shows and stuff, but not mm-hmm. the idea of like being at a clubby situation. I would have rather died. Hard work pays off. What kind of shows were you going to as a as an eighteen year old? I mean, what was the sweet spot for you? And then there was this venue called the Rhythm Room. I don't know if it still exists or not. It probably does. But they would do like smaller, little like. I mean, it was just like a dingy club kind of bar situation let me cut to the chase were you going to hardcore shows no i was going to like folky ass shit like call it like tallest man on earth and like oh. you know stuff like that <laughs> yeah i was like i was into like that was the era of like regina specter and like sufyan mm-hmm. being like mm-hmm. you know the shit and like seeing bony bear i have never understood that guy man people fucking love that guy I, and I, I like, I like Sufyan. Sufyan. Don't like saying the name. Sufyan. I love pussy shit like that. <laughs> like pussy, p- pussy shit is my zone. But that guy, I just can't vibe with him, man. I kind of get it. But what happened to him? Where is he? Like, does he just put out music and people care? Like he has diehards. Oh yeah. He has an Instagram that's really funny. I think. Oh yeah. Somebody showed me this recently. He was like making fun of something, and it was like actually funny. Yeah, it's actually funny. And there was one thing about him saying like the worst albums of 2021. Yeah, that, that was it. 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 Damn, Sufyan, come on the pod challenge if you're listening. Sufyan making fun of Adele, even though I'm a stan, is funny as hell. That's really funny. Like that's it's, I, yeah. I, that's what I need. I, I didn't know. Yeah, seeing tallest man on earth in Phoenix, Jason. That sounds right up your street. <laughs> man, a, a young me would have really cleaned up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure so you made a break for it and left for beautiful beautiful la and then you were just at the roosevelt pool every saturday yeah yeah when i moved here i didn't know anyone and i was like maybe i'll just move here for like three months and i found this living room it wasn't even a living room on craigslist 
with this Ukrainian woman who changed her name every week. I'm not kidding. Like the male would always be in a different name. And she would like one day she was like Elizabeth. Then she was Lisette. Then she was Elizabeth. Like she had 20 names. And I just lived in her living room um, for a while. What what part of town? What part of town? Was right on Hollywood Boulevard. It was like Hollywood and Fairfax. Yeah. I have actually I've, I've also lived in a living room off Craigslist. But more uh, more East Hollywood. Okay. So you're over here with a Ukrainian lady who changes her name on a weekly basis. We don't want to know why. We don't. So you're telling me that you live with a Ukrainian criminal, but did you guys become gang? Or was it like a mother-daughter vibe? Or It must have smelled crazy in there. It honestly it smelled really fucking weird because she had this cat that just... Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it was it was not cute, but um, you're turning up the heating pad just thinking about that cat, aren't you? Yeah, I'm like oof, yeah. Uh, but couple of clicks. I lost track. Yeah, it smelled weird. She was <laughs> yeah, she was weird. I don't know. I I was looking at these leaves falling outside, and I got distracted. Edible kicking in. Damn you! Yeah. <laughs> damn you! Really? You you really you really are emo. Shit! <laughs> you weren't lying about your weird. Wait, what were folk. you guys talking about? I was just like thinking about how beautiful leaves are. Damn. Did or do when you, did we start already? <laughs> Jason's usually the only one that's high on this podcast, so I'm glad that you're bringing it. Kind of bringing. Have you? It have you are you gone off? Do you take edibles? And, and I do. I do like edibles. I'm not on an edible right now. I just got distracted. I do love edibles, though. You haven't had your oat. You haven't. You haven't had your oat matcha yet. Is that the problem? Wait, what's fucked up is that I did have an oat matcha this morning. <laughs> I mean, you know, fifty-fifty chance any girl living yeah, in I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the Los yeah, Feliz area is gonna eat drink one of those every day. It's fine. I know. Did you, did you now? Are you whisking your own, or are you hitting a local purveyor? Well, actually, this was a bit of an unusual morning because i got up at 6 30 to go on a hike get after it i i can't believe i did that and then i got a matcha latte from maru the only coffee that matters that's the only place we support here i like them but i just need to ask you a question because i experienced this a, a lot there please do you do you see do you notice a lot of people asking questions when they get to the front of the line (laughs) like you're at a coffee place mm-hmm. and they're at they're like they're asking like what does a matcha taste like kind of vibe. <laughs> what? Like yeah. Yeah, it's I'm, really it's really that. crazy over there. It's really people ask all these questions and like Alex actually went this morning and she was talking about how somebody like people just can't make decisions. It's like people in LA cannot make decisions. I agree with that. I agree with that. But Mar- Maru is the number one. Maru has a very concise menu. You know what I mean? It's not like Mario yeah. is, a, a, is is Cheesecake Factory. Like, there's 10 things you can order. I feel like, in general, if you're going to a coffee place, do you not already know your order once you get up there? Like, I order the same thing every time. A normal person does that. But a lot of people are will, will look at it and be like, hmm. And then they'll be like, yep, that's coffee. And then they're like, is that good? <laughs> I witnessed a white woman ask... <laughs> What does this blueberry muffin taste like? That's not a joke. That's not a joke. I'm not. I, oh no! I'm not kid. And I'm just like, I, and I'm sure she it came out wrong, and she was probably asking because it was vegan, maybe. You know what I mean? So she wanted to know if there, yeah, yeah, any differences in consistency, of course. But I was literally, I was huffing and puffing so loud, like stomping my little feet, and she didn't even turn around, so I could clown her, which was a little was a little upsetting because I was ready to shame. Yeah. I gotta say though that blueberry muffin really slaps. Oh yeah, it's fire. The chia, the chia loaf, and the blueberry muffin are the hits. Have you had the spinach croissant? Because I think that's my go-to there. Oh no, I'm not a savory guy. That's crazy. What? Oh no, that's disgusting. oh my god. No, no, no. 
if I'm going to allow myself a little treat, which means a bite of a muffin before I put water on it so I don't finish it, um, <laughs> it's going to be it, it's going to it's going to be sweet. It's not going to be it's not going to be a savory like faux tart at that. Do you get a heat up? Do you heat it up? Um, no, <laughs> I should. I should because it's kind of weird that it's like cold but i guess i guess this goes back to me liking cold cheese <laughs> i've learned a lot uh and glad to know that you do you hit the hype but we did want to talk to you about working out okay yeah um, that's a big that's a huge focus of this podcast some people even say um it's too much and that, that uh <laughs> but it's the only thing that jason and i really care about i care a little more than him mm-hmm. um but I was scrolling through your uh, Instagram profile and I did see some Olympic lifting content. Absolutely. <laughs> we need to get to the bottom of how you got into that because that's some freak shit. Like you got to really commit to that. Yeah, I mean, it is some freak shit. Okay, so the long story, <laughs> the long story is that when class pass was at its like height, you know, they did some crazy deal shit where you could pay like a hundred bucks a month for unlimited classes. And I think I single-handedly ran that company into the ground because I would go to like (laughs) two or three classes a day um, and got pretty fit. Mm. And one of them was this lifting class from a place called Lift Society, which is so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, so I went there and it was like some (laughs) squatting, you know, some deadlifting regular regular yeah, butt stuff. regular lifting and but there was this one coach who um was really into olympic lifting i don't remember i did a personal training session with her and she was like do you want to learn how to clean and jerk i was like hell yeah i do jason get your mind out of gutter that's lifting stuff that's lifting shit that's lifting fun. stuff you wouldn't understand i apologize for my friend i apologize it's for okay <laughs> it's okay chris i've cleaned and lifted with you you little dumbass bitch (laughs) i'm sorry my memory isn't great i I haven't seen you work out in so long that it's kind of you know it's it's cloudy in here i apologize jason i apologize i mean there's a whole other like discussion as to who named the lifts the olympic lifts the clean and jerk and the snatch (laughs) (laughs) i guess i never thought of it yeah i don't I don't know, but that's what they're called. So anyway, I got into it. This, <laughs> this trainer trained me for my first competition. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you, you get, I, I get into things, but it's more for me. You know, I want to see the definition in my delts. You know, I want the lats turned on. You're saying you took this as far as to compete. Like you, you, you said no to American Idol as a singer, but you said yes <laughs> to Olympic lifting competitions. But the thing is, like for competitions, it's not like I'm that good. But it was just like a goal to work towards. You know what I mean? Like okay, yeah, sure, sure. I'm goal. I'm goal oriented, so I can stay focused by something or at something if it's like, oh, here's an eight week cycle and then you're going to like compete and that's going to be how you see how well you improve so anyway i did that super fun and then i like joined this weightlifting gym and then for a while it kind of became like my life where yeah you know like this weightlifting gym was all the way in woodland hills and you could only jesus christ Jesus Whoa. Christ. I drive <laughs> yeah. You would take yeah. the cyber truck to Woodland Hills mm-hmm. and every day? How bad do you want it, Chris? Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, Good how point. bad also I have to say this was also the time where I was like kind of getting out of my first record deal and I did not have shit to do during the days except mm. like feel bad, you know? And so I was like, yeah, 
I can take, you know, three, four hours out of my day in the middle of my day to go, you know, do weightlifting. You have a conference, you have a conference call with the manager and the lawyer in the morning, and then you're just lifting the rest of the day. I wish it was even that much. Honestly, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that would have been great. That would have been great. You're like, uh, I feed the cat, and then that's I'm pretty much good for the day. I'm pretty good, yeah. After that, so did you? Did you make friends at this place? Because th- these are obviously probably people that are different than you, as as far as maybe their outlook on the world, what their profession is, etc. <laughs> um, yeah, I did kind of make friends. Political leaning. No, you know what? The weightlifting world is pretty weird. I think what I realized is like, no, you don't say. No, that's so crazy. <laughs> It's a little weird, but you know what? It's mostly like fitness professionals doing it because it's so time consuming. Like once I actually started to have work again, I was like, oh, this is just not sustainable as a lifestyle. Not enough hours in the day to to jerk this much. Simply not. No. Did you see like, did your body change? Like, was it crazy? Like, did you get too ripped? I didn't get too ripped. I gained a lot of weight. I mean, and I was like really Thin. I've always been pretty thin, but I gained a solid like 20 pounds over the Shit. course of it, which is quite a bit. Like that's a good. And you're 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 already a, like a small person, right? I'm a small person. Like I started out, I want to say it like How much do you weigh, Casey? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> how much do you weigh? Where, where, what's your body fat percentage? Um, we no, ask then, all yeah. of our female guests how much It's kind of something we're so known, we're known for. Yeah, it's really positive. Yeah, no. And that's I respect that. And that's really I think socially acceptable. You read about that in the Financial Times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, were you like on your like chicken and broccoli swag? And like, no, <laughs> okay, good. That's gross. Uh, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. Personally, for me, there's no body type. There's no, you know, like physical appearance that is worth me sacrificing the way that I eat. Oh my God. I wish I could. I wish I could live like that. Must be nice to have those jeans. Yeah, I kind of, <laughs> but I like, I work out a lot and I just, I like eating, but I think naturally I don't have like a yeah. massive appetite. So, and I don't have a sweet tooth. So I'm like, I'm pretty okay. You know, I'm the same way as you. Yeah. I don't have a sweet tooth and you know, bean and cheese. That's, you know, that's, that's about it for me. That's a sweet spot. I love, I love seeing these similarities. Um, that's well, great. another similarity that we have Casey in terms of the fitness world is that we both go to the same gym. Did you know that? I was going to say, did I see you last week? Like as you were leaving? I think I did. Oh, well, I've seen, I've seen you there a couple times, but I, you know, and you never said hi. I only saw you once, but you were like, it was your back. And I was like, there go that tall motherfucker. Yeah. He spends a lot of time in the, if you see him like walking around with guys that look like <laughs> he spends a lot of time in the sauna is what I'm trying mm. to say. So he's kind of, he's walking backwards on the treadmill and then doing an hour in the sauna. It's kind of his release. I respect that. You know, like when people are at the gym, I always feel like, you know, you have your headphones on, you're in the zone. You like psyched yourself up to go there. Like you may have not be in the mood or whatever. So like we don't. I, and also like I know other people that go to that gym and like you got to do the stop and chat. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. it's like no. I go to that gym to not see mm. anyone. Well, that's ruined. Unfortunately, um, I have a lot of bros that go there. Um, but I mean, some of them who are like my actual friends, like my friend Miles goes there and we'll hang out and talk, and that's cool. But like. Other times it's like, oh, them jeans. Hey, what are you up to? And you're like, eh, I got my headphones on. Got to turn my podcast off and talk to you for five minutes. You, you, you nope. dumb dumb. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. 
Mm. So I do, so I try not to talk to anyone there. I do too. I wait. I have a question. Do I look unapproachable at the gym? Because that's the vibe I'm going for. It's like one thousand percent. One thousand percent. I was like, I know this person, and I'm like too scared to say hi. So good job, well done. Thank you. You know, I try. I try to put off that vibe too, and I'm like pretty big, and I have tattoos and stuff, and people still want to talk to me, and I don't know what that Ugh, is. That is so rude. <laughs> I hate. I we've come to this point because I almost got in a fight a couple weeks ago. And I heard a, an anecdote this morning. There's a lot of talking among people that should like if if you don't know me, I don't want you to speak to me at all. <laughs> like I don't want anyone in line to ask me if this is the line. I don't want anybody to be like, "Wow, it's really nice today." I don't want any. Mm-hmm. Whereas I only want that. Oh, Jason lives lives for that, and he's good at it. And I'm the problem is I am good at it. I can absolutely do it, and I won't be an asshole. But I just don't know why we I, I, like. How do you feel compelled? I guess I'd give somebody a compliment, maybe, but then I guess that just seems creepy, male or female. Jason, do you talk to people on planes? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, God. Definitely. Only if they want it. I mean, never without consent. How do you, but are you someone who (laughs) can actually tell if they want it? Like, (laughs) this is a great question, and I think we should explore this deeply. Yes, I can tell if they want it, but if they don't want it in a way that bugs me, then that makes me talk to them, uh, you know, 20 times more. Okay. Yeah, if you go to dinner with Jason, the waiter, you're either getting like a free bottle of wine and dessert because the waiter loves them so much or they're spitting in your food. Mm. But I've made I've made friends from sitting next to them on the plane. Like I've I've not known a person sat, you know, okay. JFK to LAX or whatever. And now, like, we still keep in touch. Oh, my God. Serial killer. Nine times out of ten, if somebody, you know, unless they're, like, a cool-looking person or interesting-looking or attractive, you know, hate to say, I'm I'm probably <laughs> not going to want to engage with anybody on the plane. Like, the plane, it's like, mm-hmm. I've already timed my edibles, like, to kick in right when wheels up. I have, like, what movie I'm going to watch. I have whatever work I'm going to do. Headphones are on. And I'm I'm in the cocoon mm-hmm. until until we land. And if you fuck that up, then it well, let's good. be fair. You're not you're not really in the forty two E is not really a cocoon. <laughs> that's the beauty of Delta. Yeah, that's the beauty of the of the brand new Delta One cabins. You know, it does the feel comfort plus is not that bad. Craig. It does feel like no one can approach you because there's literally like walls. Like that's the beauty. Fuck you. You ain't you ain't got the laydowns, Chris. I do have the laydown, and unfortunately, Oof. it's not really. It doesn't do much for me. But I do think that there's an understood. It's funny. It's like there's an understood. I, I guess I did have that conversation with what's his name that time, Jason, uh, Akon's brother. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, there's Akon's brother. <clears throat> that was pretty cool because there's also like an understood thing that people think you're rich instead of like somebody else is paying for this. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but but I I do think that the the chat on planes i don't know man you're you're pretty good at it that's the that's what makes me upset is that it works for you i'm a diplomatic cat some people got it some people don't thank god most people don't or else i wouldn't have a fucking job um, yeah. you know talking talking to you guys casey somebody tries to talk to you in the plane you've got the beats by dre over ears on do you just glare at them no here's the thing no one tries to talk to me because i have a routine when i go on planes okay so I'm, I will say I love talking to people. Like I'm a, I'm a social person. I'm an introverted I can person. Tell. Yeah. But I like talking to people, but not on planes. Cause I get anxious and I'm in a closed space. I can't escape. So mm-hmm. as soon as I sit down, I all, I'm always in window seat. As soon as I sit down, I'm quite small. So I put a large hoodie on, I put my headphones on under that. 
I usually put something uh, like under my eyes and then I stick my whole body inside the hoodie. Like I put my legs up on the seat and you're like an angsty teenage girl who's mad at her mom. Yes. I turn into an egg on the plane, you know, and the legs are up and I'm just in a small ball. Shorty look like an egg. <laughs> Damn, did you see, did you see Shorty in 14B? She look like an egg. It's crazy. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. The whole body fits inside the essentials hoodie. The thing is on. <laughs> it's basically a no soliciting sign on the doorway of of your life. Like, yeah. Do not disturb. Now, I, I want to I, I want to villainize my own people. Does that actually stop men from talking to you, though? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So, no so ladies, just if you understand, you have to make yourself into a ball and hide for men to not <laughs> approach you in public situations. That's that's where we're at right now. And if you know, yeah, it's another great exercise to kind of work on your mobility and flexibility. Because if you can't get into that egg, then you know you need to be working harder in yoga or something. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's the leg muscles and the egg muscles. So w- when you're in the gym, what are so you said that like your goal is to appear unapproachable. Do you have any specific pet peeves for the gym that really fuck you up? I gotta say, okay, I have to say also, people are probably going to listen to this and be like, wow, Casey Hill is not very friendly. But I do I do <laughs> like people, no, no, you no, know, no. but like at the gym, I do get like approached a decent amount of the gym, especially if I'm like, uh, you know, properly lifting. Because mm, because fe- fellas, fellas think that's their end. Totally. Or it's like, or even women will be like, oh, how'd you learn to do that? Whatever. You know, it's just impressive. Yeah. I'm like down to it talk is about lifting because I like that. You know, it's fun. But like what I don't like is when people overextend their welcome. Get in, get out. Exactly. Like ask the question. We'll say hi, whatever. But I don't love the like lingering kind of thing because I'm like, I'm really not here to like chat. Like I kind of just want to get it done. They only validate two hours parking. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's Casey's there to do some lifting, go in the bathroom, steal as much keels as she can in her own vessel and get the hell out of there. And mm-hmm. and I can respect it. And that's why you don't wear outdoor voices because that's kind of a conversation starter. No, you stick to something. You stick to something else. I like. That. No, also they fall down. Like if I, I tried to wear those, they don't work. They they fall down. Really? By the end of the workout, they're like down my knees. Yeah. Damn, bro. That, it's not. It's not great. That's why we're we're a Nike family on how long gone. Mm. Um, it's the only thing that works. It's the only. So, thing that works. do you think that you know? Obviously, I think a lot of people use fitness as a way to kind of keep their stress, anxiety, depression, whatever, at bay. You know, meditative state, whatever it is. Do you think that people who do these kind of more challenging workouts, like you know, Olympic level powerlifting, have some more demons Uh-oh. demons going on up top, or is it just you know, like are, I guess, why do you work out mentally wise? I mean, mentally wise, mentally wise, mentally wise. <laughs> um, yeah, Jason's really Jason's really smart. I, I'm, I'm I'm getting that now. <laughs> but mentally wise, yeah, I like. I mean. I think people, a lot of people who work out, it's probably along the same thing as like people who do like music or creative stuff are just broken individuals. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. there's really, there, there are some demons to work out. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's definitely some like some energy to get out. And I think there's also some level of kind of like suffering, you know, in like, Olympic weightlifting and stuff mm. and like lifting heavy things. I find when I was like specifically at the weightlifting gym, 
people are, they get out a lot of anger, but then there's a, a lot of like frustration towards yourself sometimes when you're like, why can't you lift that today? Like it just kind of, I don't know. You need, sometimes you need something to yell at. Kind of. Yeah. No, I mean, we talked about this, Jason, about the, the long distance running, you know, cause it's such a punishment. It's such a punishment. And it's like, you're really choosing, obviously there's like a personal achievement aspect to all of this stuff where it makes you feel good. But like, I think it does. I think there's a lot of people who don't do this for a living that take it the extra step. And the question is like, why? Why do you want to suffer? Whereas for me, it's like if I try to do some crazy clean and jerk and I didn't do it, instead of screaming, why can I do this today? I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. I shouldn't be able to do that. And uh, I didn't do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'm going to listen to how to build this in the song. I'll see you guys in an hour. I mean, you sound incredibly <laughs> healthy and I. I envy it, quite frankly. Hell no. Don't let this... This motherfucker's fucked up. Don't let him fool you. No, I'm going to... The way that he said that, I mean, that's like... It sounded confident that like you really have your priorities in order. That's why he can't... You know, that's why he ain't pushing two plates, though. So mm. what, what, what's better? Being being well-adjusted mm. or pushing two plates? I'm going to say pushing two plates. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go out on a limb and say All right. That. I'll take it. We got to get these gains somehow. But at what cost, you guys? Do what? Wait. And before we before we move on, what's the pre workout like? What 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 are you taking? Creatine. For I got to be honest. For a while, I was, but no, I'm not as like. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. He's like Casey, creatine. You're, cool. you're like yes. Next question. Yeah, that's right. Actually, yes. Yeah, my boyfriend like saw it in the cupboard and was like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> You got too far, damn it! Yeah, he's. Shut he's got, up, I'm moving out yeah. if you don't get if you don't get rid of this. Also, did you listen to your life partner Jimmy Stack when he was on this podcast? Yeah, I did. I did. I listened to a good amount of it. Okay, did you listen did you- to it at the time it came out or recently to do? Yeah, okay. I listened to it at, like when it came out. So I was like, "What does this man sound like talking to other people?" And you're like, "This man <laughs> is talking about the Dust Bowl for a half an hour on this podcast." Damn. Okay, but you know what's we watch that dust bowl together and we're like kindred spirits just this week we went to like a, a screening and i was just going on telling someone about the dust bowl documentary you guys are dust pilled yeah you really are this is this is bad <laughs> this is the biden this is biden's america i think it's cool i think every couple has their thing you know yeah and yours yours uh ken burns dust bowl documentary that's what you know mm-hmm. you guys should try you guys should try emily in paris it's a lot cooler cool. i'm just just gonna sit no i've tried that i've tried jimmy would i you know what he's like not willing to watch that kind of shit that's why i like him. i like I oh he thinks he's like to, smart yeah, and he's shit not into oh that. i make music i'm better than this yeah that's yeah cute. yeah he's like that's above cute it. he is above it oh okay. i'm sorry he's making heady remixes but yeah. i'm not here just just enjoying <laughs> culture i'm sue me absolutely i'm simply consuming there we go exactly but yeah creatine is a red flag so i'm glad you got off that <laughs> yeah i tried that for a sec and i was like it's not really doing anything also um but no i don't really do anything i take it i take the lifting a lot less seriously these days um it's just for fun you know and i also can't do a lot of caffeine or else i mean number one i don't know how anyone drinks coffee love this stuff but like do you guys not have to shit like immediately after? No, I just like for ninety nine percent of the people who drink coffee, that's the reason why they drink coffee. 
not something to try to avoid. But for me, it feels like I have food poisoning. Yeah, I thought you were about this life, bro. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah, Casey, Casey, it sounds like to me creatine damaged your insides, and maybe that's something to think about because coffee. I okay is one of the is one of. <laughs> so you're you just happen to be specifically sensitive to coffee, and that's fine. Yes. And, and just like powerlifting, you know, you you don't just start off doing two plates. Work your way up a little bit. Mm. You get you get your diarrhea in order, and then you kind of build from there. Okay, it is weightlifting. It just it, just for the record, weightlifting and powerlifting, two different sports. Ooh, it's okay. I just want everyone to know because it's a common mistake. But yeah, I do weightlifting. Do, two okay. different yeah, things. Jason, you wouldn't like this if somebody was like called DJing Serato, would you? Oh, you wouldn't. <laughs> exactly, that would be over the line. Yeah, TJ Matt. <laughs> Yeah. I I didn't yeah but I mean so you're saying you've replaced coffee with with matcha like every other person in LA. No, I'm actually I drink I make cold brew green tea every night. That's my thing. Okay. I know it's it's so cold annoying. You're really Damn. you're really like a uh, No, that's cool. That's like a little master splinter vibe. You're kind of an impress. I feel like you're good at stuff. You you know, you strike me as one of those people like I'm not good at anything. Um I can't really do a lot of things, uh but I've made it through life. Uh, thanks to friends like Jason, but I feel like you're pretty like you really you're really ticking. You know what I mean? You're doing stuff. But I gotta tell you, this I was thinking about this in the shower the other day. This is my life's like biggest. It oops, I almost hung up on you guys. This is my life's biggest like insecurity or just or just struggle is that. And I'm not saying this to compliment myself, right? <laughs> but there's a personality type. There's a person type of which I belong to, where I'm good at most things that I try. I'm good at them. Like the baseline, pretty good. Mm -hmm. But to be excellent at something and like really excel, there are very few things that I I feel like I can excel at. Do you think, are are you the type of person that is not satisfied by only doing one thing and you have to always have your hand in a little bit of this? I got to play the oboe and I got to learn how to rollerblade and I got to learn how to make cookies and I got to be good, you know, so you're, you're that personality type. Absolutely. And it's a problem. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's Uh, a problem. What's it? What's it called? um, Master of none. It's a great show. I don't know if you check that out. That is a great show. Shout out to Aziz. Jack of all trades, master of none. Jack of all trades, yes. That's how I feel. Yeah, but I think there's joy in that. Like, I can't, I, I literally, I, I can't, like, Jason's, Jason, you're a little bit similar to that, I feel like. You know what I mean? I'm very similar. I, I'm, I have no interest. Like, I have, and my bank account reflects that. That's true. And, and my bank account reflects all my incredible talents as well. Um, but I just, <laughs> I just don't think that I meant negatively. I, I, I know, I meant positively. That's the whole point. I, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that it's a, I know a lot of people like you guys like most of my friends are like you guys where it's like very impressive to me they can kind of do anything they can like figure it out they watch a youtube video and all of a sudden they're good at it i i just don't have the capacity for that i have no interest i have, I have no patience hmm. i just can't do it i just can't do it you're a pussy <laughs> so don't casey don't don't call me when you need help building a retaining wall at the house i don't really i don't have I, no chris will definitely call a task rabbit to like hang a photograph on the wall that you know is what I mean? so ridiculous i've done that i've done that multiple <laughs> i've done that multiple times in my life do you and, feel shame when you do it no that's the beauty i don't feel any shame i don't give a fuck because there are people <laughs> there are people in this world that are good at things that i'm not good at and i would rather pay for them it's it's my f- feelings on cooking like i'm not good at it i have no interest in it that's why i want to go to a restaurant there's people that are dedicated to this and so good at it that i would much rather 
you know, partake. And that way your house doesn't smell like food and you can sleep at night. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. That's the main, the main thing. Yeah. That, that is the main Chris thing. Chris can't handle a smell like that in the house. Really? He's, a big, he's a big, he's a scent guy. I'm very smell sensitive. Huh? What's it like? Does your house smell like nothing? No, it smells like a beautiful mix of high end fragrances. Um, smells a- like fucking Byredo sample mm. sale, Francis Malman type shit. I would never. I mean? First of all, I would never buy a fragrance at a sample sale. You cheap <laughs> bastard. Uh, but like, you know, if I were to if I were to like break into Chris's house and go into his kitchen an hour before he was going to come home from work after a hard day uh, and make and I cook his favorite meal and had it waiting for him on the dinner table, he would be upset because his house now smells like food, even if it's food that he loves to eat. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't love it. I mean, there's there's a certain there's a certain fragrance that I've concocted that's a mix of Santa Maria Novella potpourri and uh, maybe a flower, depending on the season, and then the Byredo Japanese Amber Candle. Which can rotate depending on the season as well. Mm, he's super into seasonality as well. Wow! And I just want that smell. It's I want. It's like a hotel thing. Like the re, like it's the. There's no better feeling. And if he doesn't get that smell, oh, there's hell to pay. Mm, there's hell to pay. What your your house? I don't even know. Want to know what your shit smells like? Damn. My house. It probably smells like fucking peach runts, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> today I walked in and it smelled like some noodles I made last night. Oh, and you're okay. And you're okay with it. That doesn't make you want to take a shower. Well, because I did no, but. <laughs> I did take a shower. My house smells like noodles. I got a shower. <laughs> but I am a big. I'm a dip tea head. I will say that. So like after I cook, what's your while choice? I cook, what's your one? I, Oud. I have a few. Patchouli? I have a few. No, I I like jasmine dip tea. I like fig. Okay. And I like faux de bois. A classic. Uh, we love the smell of the woods. Is it 2017? Sorry, I don't have my calendar out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's comforting, you know. It's no, just kidding. no, there's I'm a, just kidding. a lot of it's, people. It's no, a lot of people have attacked me for diptyque, and I'm like, you losers are new to this, not true to this. Diptyque is the triple OG of this shit. Like they've been doing it. Like it's it's the OG. Yeah. You cannot. It, it's it's unflappable. It's 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 always yeah. a classic. Just because it's old doesn't mean it's bad. No, I, exactly. I'll diptyque for life. It's like in and out. Yeah, I like your I like your brand loyalty. That's a very important quality in a person. Thank you. That's a very important quality. In a Thank person. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad to know. You, yeah, I just. It sounds like that you come home, and if it smells like dog and noodles, you can just power through that. I don't have a dog. It doesn't smell like dog. I let me be clear. I am. <laughs> I am an incredibly. Damn, you sound like Obama right now. I like this. Let me be clear. <laughs> let me be clear. I do. Uh, I do not own a dog. I cook noodles just like every other American. <laughs> but I mean, I am really clean. Like I wake up every morning and I vacuum. You, wait, you vacuum daily? Yes, that's like my meditation. Which which Dyson? Which Dyson do you have? I don't even have a Dyson. I don't even know what I have. It's I've had it for a while. I thought you've had a I thought you've had a few record deals. No, Jimmy has a Jim, <laughs> Jimmy has a nice vacuum. Okay, I'm just saying Jimmy needs to get you the nice Miele or something for Christmas. Oh wait, can I tell you his mom? Almost got him a, i think he calls it a mealy which i don't know <laughs> that's cute <laughs> it's cute but he yeah like last wrong. year he asked his mom for a mealy i think but then his mom went to her vacuum guy because she has a vacuum guy sure. and got him like a different one i forget what it is but it is nice i like using his wait wait hold on 
His mom has a vacuum. Is he from New York? San Francisco, even worse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Much, worse. much, much, much worse. I mean, San Francisco is hell. We've talked. No, for a I lot. love I it. I love it. What do you like about San Francisco? The- I don't think she does. She's just saying that to be nice. No, I genuinely love it. Like going to San Francisco and staying with Jimmy's mom is like heaven to me. Well, his mom sounds cool and chic, so that does sound nice. Yeah, that sounds like you're a little more plugged in there. She's got a vacuum guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you got a mm-hmm. vacuum guy in San Francisco, I would love to come to your your abode. But I just don't. Yeah, no one likes San Francisco. That's I've never heard anyone say that. Really? Oh no. Except the other than the millions of people that live there. But yeah. Yeah. But even even them, they don't like it. They just have to because they work at Salesforce. They don't like it. I love it. I love it. So you're a yay area head. Yeah, I can't get enough of this stuff. <laughs> Are you like one hyphy bitch? Hmm. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good answer. Good question. I like the outdoorsiness of it. You know, like like we go for a hike and we go in the park. I thought you. Just, I thought I you just know. like Third Eye Blind a lot, like me. That's kind of my only connection. I do love Third Eye Blind. That's my. That's the best thing San Francisco. That's the only thing San Francisco has given us, really, that I can think of. Okay. You know, it's okay. Like a classic. One classic album that had seven singles. We miss those days. No, oh they got, my they God. got this. They got a real windy street. They got <laughs> some <laughs> sick ass skate spots. Ghirardelli chocolate. Ooh. This goes on, Chris. The skate spots, the skate spots, the skate spots are good. That's a good point. I, you know, that's something that I forget about as as a person who doesn't skate, but it is a legendary. Yeah, I simply wouldn't know and don't <laughs> care about that. Legendary, legendary skate town. Well, I mean, have you you've been on tour, right? Yeah, I have. So, what's your least favorite city then? Because we can Baltimore. we just went on tour. We could name we, Baltimore. Okay, very good, very good. Very I already good, had that good. in the chamber. I tell you what, you drive into Baltimore, and I just am like, I'll tell you what, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to get out. <laughs> did did crime happen to you there, or you just hate it because it's ugly? No, I just it's just not pretty it's ugly yeah and i think i have family there or something but like <laughs> don't like think? it i think I, I, I think i don't know there's like, like a, when like when they book you in baltimore do you like start crying You're like i don't like it <laughs> i told you guys to leave me off this off the route yeah also I, I, I think in baltimore there is a i think the only American location of Nando's. Yes, that's true. No, it's also in DC. It's in DC too. Oh, is that in DC? Oh, okay, okay. There's a couple Nando's. Yeah, I've never been to Baltimore, Baltimore, but you know, Baltimore. Crab. You got you got crabs and you got club music with the boom boom amen break, and that's about it, right? That's all you got over there in Baltimore. So, so you just you just. Did you have a a bad show in Baltimore? Who doesn't have a bad show in Baltimore? No, no, it was a nice show. People were super nice. I have friends. A lot of people I know are from Baltimore. I just really didn't like the vibe. (laughs) Just something about it. The feng shui, maybe. Vibes Vibes were off. Vibes were incredibly (laughs) off. Also, I had a bad meal there. It just simply was not good. (laughs) That's enough to throw off the whole tour. (laughs) absolutely what's your tour yeah what's your tour like are you trying to check out local spots or are you like i'm going to the hotel i'm going to use my laptop i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to shower i'm going to go to sleep it depends like i i just did a tour in november slash december that was hell on earth because <laughs> it was just me and a tour manager and i had no time to do anything were you doing a little acoustic set was it casey unplugged it was just it was just casey on casey like i yeah it was just me <laughs> it was just casey you you and the on the ipod nano you hit play boom knock it out okay mm-hmm. 
essentially some variation of that i had like a little setup yeah yeah what was the choreo what was the choreography like mm, no choreography but i had my little projector and maybe mm-hmm. next to her you know i had a little choreography budget there but um <laughs> but yeah there wasn't much time to like eat but if i actually have time to eat i do love like going out places and i'm not someone who really sits in the hotel room like i need to walk around and i need to go do stuff take in the local culture absolutely mm-hmm. i understand <laughs> i understand <laughs> Jason, I did a lot of that too, um, which was mostly complaining about every city that wasn't New York or LA and mm. having like a sam- a sandwich somewhere. Wait, I have to ask you then. What's it? What was your late least favorite city? Mm, that's tough. They're all bad. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't, Jason, I, I the Denver show was bad, but I actually didn't mind Denver. Yeah, I'd never been there before. Mm. Like I, I didn't. The city was it was pretty. You know what I mean? It, like it was fine. Yeah, I think I, I could have. A, I think I can have a decent enough time in Denver. But I think for me, it's got to be Boston. Yo, yeah, Boston was terrible. Oh, Boston was terrible. Interesting. Oh my god, and that's my that's <laughs> that's my fault because Casey, we're not kind of at your level, so I was also the tour manager. Um, and I did pick a Citizen M hotel that mm-hmm. put me. I felt like I was in a hostel in in Berlin. It was hell. Um, <laughs> it just wasn't a good location. I don't know, but I've been to Boston a lot, and I've, it's always been bad. Yeah. But for some reason, yeah. that was extra bad. I understand. I haven't been to Boston in a minute. We didn't hit Boston, and I'm not complaining. (laughs) I mean, Um, (laughs) one, whenever we have a musician on the podcast, you've listened to this, this show a couple times, right? Doing your homework. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have done some homework. (laughs) There's a, whenever we have a, you're a good liar too. You're a really good liar. No, I have done some homework. Even just, just now I was like, you know what? Let me brush up. And I put on Allison Roman's episode. Okay. What'd you learn? That, she lives in Brooklyn. I don't know, <laughs> man. <laughs> was I supposed to take notes? I can't retain information, just uh, by the way. How many milligrams are the edibles? <laughs> I'm such a lightweight. I'm like two and a half, max five. What? What? Yeah. That sounds Damn, like a bro. doggy dose. You get your reps up. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm so up. sensitive to edibles, like five milligrams. One time I took five milligrams and Jimmy and I were walking up the stairs to my old apartment and I thought he was like a stranger and that it was a premonition in the future <laughs> and that he was coming to like attack me. Okay. So you're, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah you got to be careful. You you should try cocaine. You should try cocaine. Yeah. I'm sure it'd go really well. Yeah. It's a little more straightforward of a thing. Mommy needs her straightener. <laughs> Straightening. <laughs> um, so I was, I was, so I don't know if you've listened to a, an episode where we interview a musician but oftentimes when we interview a musician or recording artist, we do a, a segment called Sync Talk where we talk about you know a failed, terrible moment in your career where you may have had the opportunity to sync one of your songs for a commercial or a movie or something like that, and maybe it didn't work out. Has this ever happened to you in your career, Casey? Yeah, and it's like actually a dark period, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into uh-huh. it. We love dar- we love darkness here. Okay, I guess I'll just. Well, I don't know if it's that exciting. It's more just depressing. But just flat out sad. Flat and out. No, it's not sad and depressing. It's actually irritating. So, like when I was, we'll pepper it with jokes. Don't worry. Pepper it with jokes. Make sure it's funny. Um, because okay, so I was in a dark time in my career. Like had left good music. Was also like leaving my management. All of this stuff. It was endless. Mm-hmm. And. It turns out my original management had made this Gmail account that like everything filtered through, you know, from Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like it all connected to this Gmail account. 
that I did not know about. And so when I oh. switched management, they didn't tell me that oh. this Gmail existed. And I found oh. it like a year and a half later when I was like, oh, let me upload this music video. Oh, I need to log into YouTube and it's connected to this Gmail. And I go on this email and it's a year and a half of just ignored or missed emails for like events, for collaboration requests, for everything that filters through. Yeah. The yeah. Internet. Like all, all, all the stuff that you need to make me like have a career. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so weird that I'm never invited to things anymore. And I never really hear much. It's like, oh, maybe because it's just sitting there. Oh. Um, and one of the things was a sync request for oh, what's that Netflix film that Lizzo's song was in that it that like it blew up Lizzo's career. I'm going to look it up. We're huge. We're huge Lizzo fans. So I'm surprised Jason doesn't know this. Someone someone great. Is that what it was called? I think so. So it changed Lizzo's career, but they wanted Casey Hill. Well, not for that same thing, but like they requested. Yeah, it's called Someone Great. And I got it. I As I was going through all these emails, one of the things was like, hey, I'm the sync, you know, music director for someone great for Netflix. Like we're interested, uh, whatever. Uh, they wanted my song Dinner. And I saw it, you know, after you, you know this movie had already come out and everything and i don't like that i don't like that at all if these men i don't if managers aren't do talking about events or sinks i don't really know what managers do i i don't like i mean that seems yeah. that seems very i mean they don't do much but come on yeah they have they have the joke you had one job but this really is you had one job like you open the gmail and then you collect the money that 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 is just being offered that's the only job like i don't i don't i don't know what else you're doing that that would have really fucked me up i would have done some real yelling at that point oh you i was shaking i was shaking i was in atlanta at the time like staying with a friend and we were when you get to georgia you you got friends you got friends Mm -hmm. you got friends in atlanta interesting i got it i got a friend in atlanta yeah, we probably know each other but we'll get to that later i'll con- i'll connect you guys right after this yeah please connect me i love being uh-huh. connected okay so so you're in atlanta and you're shaking i'm shaking in my boots no i'm absolutely shaking though because i was so I've, i don't think i've ever been like so mad and you know i mean i probably yeah. have but it was Oof. Oh, that's that's like a top three Mount Madmore moment in your life. Mm-hmm. Just just you know, years of opportunities, career changing things, monetary gain. Oh yeah, flush down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm sorry. That sucks. It's okay, that does suck. That does suck. But you've recovered. I mean, like d- it makes us stronger, though. You've been through some music industry turmoil, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been through hell. <laughs> I've been through hell. Yeah, it's been, it has not been easy. I'll tell you what. It's a nasty little business. It is a nasty business. That's why we got into podcasting. <laughs> you should try it. It's pretty cool. It, it takes a lot less effort. But were you, are you, are you like good? Was there like a moment like, I'm not going to do this anymore? Chris, don't say good. Good. It's never, it's never good. <laughs> yeah, it's never good. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not getting out my dreams. I meant good. Like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. do you feel better today than you than you did? I do. You know what I mean? Is every day better? Yeah, it's it's bad. You know what? It's like I feel I don't feel held hostage by a record label. Like I, it's not like I'm rolling in money, but like could have fooled us. I can pay my yeah. <laughs> I can. I'm I'm definitely not like incredibly prosperous, but 
I'm for the most part happy. Food on the table, roof over our head, a nice partner, mm-hmm. bean and cheese. No, no, don't don't let her get out of this. She's she's going to Maru. Okay, that's seven dollars. Yeah. I can you know, afford that's to. We do. We yeah. She's not. We go to Equinox. We do go to. We go to Equinox. Uh-huh. Um, we did. We, Unless you drive, unless you drive a Nissan Leaf, it's looking pretty good from from where, from where I'm I sitting. I literally drive a <laughs> Nissan Leaf. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. I just kidding. she's good. Um, she's good. No, no, no. I don't. I do. You know, I like my car. I, I have a decent life. Maybe I should spend less, but you know, fuck it. We all should, though. That's that's yeah. It's boring, but you you feel so. You feel like the the you're limitless now you don't feel as as restrained no I, I i don't and i feel like if i need to make more money and stuff i have the like the capability to put out a song tomorrow if i want to you know and i'm not like having to deal with the bureaucracy of labels who you know mm-hmm. just like did weren't really working for me and i think a lot of that is because i wasn't working well for them like i'm i'm stubborn and i like doing things my way and i don't respond well to people pushing me because I kind of push myself a lot and I just don't, I don't know. I don't like that. You're, you just work better managing yourself. Yeah. And we had to learn that one the hard way as we all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a ma- as a major label chick myself, it's, it's disheartening to hear that, but I, you know, <laughs> I'm ready to, we, you know, we signed to Jag Jaguar, but that's, that's just, that's, we have an upstream, you know, we have kind of a JV deal. You know how that goes. That's cute. Yeah, <laughs> I know how that goes. You that's know, cute. You know how that goes. So we, we could be upstream to any moment, you know, um, if, if the numbers are coming back good, you know, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, you could be swimming upstream one day. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Enjoy the ride. Well, Casey, thank you for taking the time to pod with us. You, I gotta say, you're a great podcast guest. You're a good talker. Maybe this great, could be the uh, the 2022. Mm-hmm. You know, the zig and the zag. Maybe we can get into a little podcasting. What do you say? Oh my god, I'm so down. I would love that. Honestly, it would be a nice little break. I just need to mm-hmm. talk. I need a podcast. I love this. Thank you. We'll introduce you. You've heard of Spotify, right? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard Spotify. Yeah, because Spotify, when you make music, they don't pay you, but when you make podcasts, they pay you a lot. It's good. <laughs> It's crazy. Really? It's crazy. God damn, it's I need a podcast. You well, you knew about the first part, right? What first part? That <laughs> that I know that Spotify exists. That that when you when you re, when you release your music on them, you don't really make a lot of money. Oh yeah, they don't. Yeah, I might no. They don't pay for my Maru. <laughs> we we kind of are looking. There, there's a hole out there, I think, for like a female Joe Rogan, and I feel like you kind of could fill that role. You know what I mean? Dreams, you know, goals. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I need to, I need to get on it. If I weren't, I have so many things that I'm like, Oh my God, if I just did this, I would have money. And then I'm like, "Mm, well, (laughs) let's just make another record instead and not make money off of it. Back to, back to the studio, baby. All right. Casey Hill. Thank you for joining us. You have a new record. It comes out soon, correct? It came out. That's oh, it came out in October. I thought those were just the singles. Simple, sweet, and smiling. Is yeah, what it's called. Damn, that's, that's what it's called. That's exactly right how I describe myself. That's so cute. Same. Oh, okay. Well, in these unprecedented times, that's what we need a little bit more of. Am I right? Yeah. In these unprecedented times, I hate that unprecedented <laughs> times. <laughs> 
every time is unprecedented. Why does it? Does this feel precedented to you? No, because everything is unprecedented. Like, of course, it's you know. Yeah, we all hate yeah. it. See, we that's what there. Now you have something to talk about in the next episode of the Casey Hill Experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait for the Casey Hill Experience. All right, thank you. Go go stream Casey's music wherever you stream music, and um, I'll see you at the fucking gym, bro. See you at the gym, but don't talk to me. You got it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. Okay, bye. Bye. And I'm feeling you're stressed You don't want me to